genre. Welcome to the New Republic Archives, where we discuss the history and legends of a galaxy far, far away. I'm Tim Garcia. And I'm Gary Roby. And we are here with the Deep Dive episode. Uh, So thanks for joining us. Uh, We are uh, tackling this week um, a a very old comic series. Yeah, this comic series is as old as I am. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Actually, I'm a little bit older, but not by much. Yeah, I guess the first December ninety one, December twelfth, nineteen ninety one. Yep. So I had yep, I yep. had just turned three years old. I was um, two months away from being one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so uh, this is a comic series called Star Wars: Dark Empire. Yeah, and even though it is, um. I guess the completed series is almost 30 years old. Um, you may recognize some themes, uh, even if you have not uh, read the comic, uh, yeah. that have been maybe reused by some current current canon. I'm excited to get into this. We, uh, You told me to pick the comic we're going to talk about this time. And so I went and started doing some digging for uh, comics that I could read through comiXology uh, because I've already got a subscription. I found this one. And the reason I picked it is the description that comiXology gives you says, The story deals with the return of the villainous Palpatine having successfully cheated death by transferring his spirit into a succession of cloned bodies. Yeah, which is uh, sort of familiar. Yeah, Um, yeah. So not entirely Disney's fault that one. If uh, if people are, I mean, yeah, they still they still decided to. If people are upset about the clone Palpatine thing, it's been a thing for thirty years. There's precedent. There's three decade old precedent. Um, I I really wonder if like J.J. Abrams and the folks who like worked on writing Rise of Skywalker were fans of the Dark Empire series. Like there's there are a lot of things in this that remind me of Rise of Skywalker. There are quite a quite a bit so many so uh, ma- we'll get into it yeah we'll get into it uh there's quite a bit of this that that reminds me of rise of skywalker and yeah i'm uh, so fascinated so yeah so uh it came out between december 91 to october 92 it's six issues uh came out every two months mm-hmm. approximately um and yeah uh obviously it was a uh dark horse property yeah. How'd you uh, feel about this? Like, before we get into specifics, like, overall, how'd you feel about Dark Empire? So, um, I it was my first time reading it uh, for the podcast, okay. but I had listened to the audio drama years ago. Okay. Um, yeah. I, uh, I went on a kick where I went through a bunch of the audio dramas. So I went through, like, uh, I went through all three of the... Uh, original ones uh okay. which we did uh check out our episode on the first uh star wars audio drama oh it was so fun um which i really enjoyed uh empire is also really good um if you get a chance to listen to that 
Um, but when I got through all three, I had found on uh, the site I was using also had Dark Empire. And I was like, what nice. on earth? Um, and yeah, so I listened to that. And so I had heard this story. And when I got through the story, I was like, this is not good. I do not like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I listened to the whole thing. That's very we, funny. We, we do have to put it in context right uh yeah. it's coming out 1991 so really all it all they have is the original movies um and then uh, i think when did air to the empire count air to the empire had just come out that yeah year, it just happened like in may of uh, 91 so they don't even have a full thrawn trilogy yeah to go off of um yeah Air to the Empire just happened. You're right. Yeah, we're really early in the Star Wars. Yeah, literally the only other books that were out were Splinter of the Mind's Eye, uh, the Han Solo books, and the Lando Calrissian books. Yeah, and the, I mean, they have the Marvel comics, too, that were out. That's uh, true. Or, comics you know. have been happening. I'm just looking um, at a, I'm looking at just a novel list right now, which is interesting. Yeah, so just going off that, you have a lot of things that were clearly... Just sort of in there because they, you know, it's like poetry. It rhymes with the original. So, like, there's a lot of stuff that reminded me of Rise of Skywalker. And then there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, okay, they're writing this because it's basically the same as things that happened in the original, you know, in the original movies. They do just quote the movies, like, several. several Yeah, exactly. Um, So going off that, it's just not, you know, for someone who grew up and has never had no star wars at all yeah you know i'm just like okay we get it there's these new world ending devices that are always uh-huh. a bigger issue than the death star you know so how um how do you how did you feel about it um it was a ride like i don't think i'm gonna read it again or read the sequels but um I, you know, I picked this because it was because it reminded me of Rise of Skywalker and I really wanted to, like, pull on that thread a little bit. And it was shocking to me, like, the sort of similarities that I found as we went on. Um, I had a lot of fun reading it. I took my time with this. I read, like, one or two issues every every few days. So I'd read a couple issues and I'd go into work and I have, like, my coworkers that I'm just being like, oh my god, I read this comic and you are not going to believe how ridiculous some of the stuff that's happening is. Like, I like having those conversations a lot. And, uh, I had a good time. I, I don't think it was good. Yeah, it's... I, I think that's accurate. Uh, it... Yeah, there's we'll we'll get into it. Uh so for that's um actual real world timeline. Um for uh like in universe timeline, uh Heir to the Empire takes place nine ABY. Uh-huh. Uh Dark Empire takes place ten ABY. Um Gotcha. So we can kinda um Oh that's interesting. So it's like one year after uh Heir to the Empire. And then when does Dark Force Rising and Last Command? I think take those place? are later. I think there's like Dark Force I don't Rising. I want to say years between no, them. I don't remember. Nope, they're about the same time. months? So okay. the whole Thrawn trilogy takes place in 9 ABY. Wow. Wow. And Dark the whole Empire. Thing. Yeah, that's what it's saying. 
That's fascinating. According to Wikipedia. Um, so Thrawn's already... Spoilers. Thrawn's already dead at this point. Yeah, I assume so. Yeah. Um, huh. I mean, that makes sense if, like, Palpatine's gonna, like, show back up and start pulling the reins again. Yeah. So, uh, but remember that the at this point, Dark Force Rising has not been released. That's also true. That's uh, also true. Because it comes out May 1st, 1992. <laughs> Uh, yeah. it, by the time this completes, Dark Force Rising has come out, um, but, uh, The Last Command has not yet come out. Got it. So it's, like, in the middle of the Thrawn trilogy it's releasing. That's um, interesting. So now that we kind of have a setting, shall I read the opening crawl of the Please. first, uh, the first, Please. uh, book? Because it, it's not really quite what we have in the current canon. So it's a good way to set up where uh, where everyone is, yeah, in in legends. And I got a kick out of it, so we'll go with following the deaths of Darth Vader and the Emperor and the destruction of the Second Death Star. The Rebel Alliance proclaimed a new Republic over three fourths of the galaxy, but without thousands of Jedi Knights who formed the backbone of the Old Republic, the new Confederation was a precarious one. Long years of struggle ensued, during which the Imperials regained strength, pushing back the Alliance until the majority of worlds, including the vital Imperial system, fell once again under Imperial control. Then, without warning, civil war erupted as factions within the Imperial Navy battled the former Emperor's ruling circle for control of the Empire. The rebels seized the opportunity to sow confusion among the feuding Imperials, using captured Star Destroyers to conduct hit-and-run sorties into the war zones. So that's basically uh, the kind of setting where we're at. Yeah, uh, and then I kind of love this. There was a like, crash idea. Of yeah, the rebels like having captured some Star Destroyers, and they're show like there's already fighting going on, and they're showing up and instigating it a little bit. Like so. Okay, so, okay, we'll just start right there, because this starts with Luke and Lando have crashed a Star Destroyer that they captured, because uh-huh. uh, it was shot down, uh, and uh, Han and Leia are uh, going in to rescue them, uh, and Chewbacca and 3PO um, are on the Falcon going in to rescue them. Um, it doesn't make sense to me to use a, an Imperial Star Destroyer when it's a civil war between star destroyers so they're already going to be looking for star destroyers they don't like recognize star destroyers. yeah so like that just made no sense to me but yeah i like <laughs> i it's very curious to me because I'm, i i wonder like is there is there a sense of confusion like is that one of ours every time a star destroyer shows up or do they just know like no those guys have already they're traitors that are like how it's this is why like different factions have different uniforms, right? Or why we put people yeah. even in like like shirts versus skins in like sports. Like you need to be able to identify your people versus other people, but even, everyone's just using the same weapons. Even World War II planes had different like flags yeah. painted on the side. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. Um... So uh, any a star destroyer shows up, and it's like, is that a good guy <laughs> or a bad guy? And, 
And uh, I think it spoilers, makes everyone be sus. Spoilers for the series. Uh, both <laughs> Star Destroyers they capture do not last long. No, no, they so don't. So this one dies off-page. I mean, off this, page. One, this one page crashes off-page before... No, before, before we even, even starts. starts. Yeah. You don't even see it crash. It's already crashed. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. So, um, yeah. Um, kind of a cool action scene um, with Han and Leia and uh, 3PO and Chewie uh, that is reminiscent of Empire. Yeah. Uh, since that's the exact crew we had in the all the empire falcon stuff um where they go in through some like debris and there's like a battle scene going on um it's really cool um what do you think um while we just get started here what do you think yeah. of the artwork you know i wasn't thrilled by it i'll be honest um the thing that i found very interesting is it it deals a lot in like solid color for um, oh. You know, uh, we we got this far into it, but we should mention the writer Tom Veach. Yes, Tom. Uh, and then the artist Cam Kennedy um, is the artist. Because there are like there are like entire panels. I mean, it happens like all through the book where like people are done entirely like in the same stark like color that even kind of spills outside of the shape of the, like. So it was very interesting. It's striking, but I don't know how I feel about it. It seems to be watercolored. It reminded me of like newspaper. Right. Which that makes sense for the time. Uh, But a lot of especially the background space scenes, I really liked the colors. It doesn't say that if there's a different colorist. So I don't know if Cam Kennedy did the colors as well. The space Um, stuff, I think, was really good. I think it's any time you get like close in on a person. Like, I don't think I like how they did like the character work. Yeah, I don't particularly like the pencils of the, we'll say, organic characters because yeah, um, I did like uh, I did like like three PO and um, there's That's a true. couple scenes of like I thought Admiral Akbar looked great, um, but and then any of the ships or anything, uh, they all look good. Um, I agree. With so that. yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I I there's some stuff I liked. I don't particularly like how Han looks. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I yeah. do like I like I said I like I really like the uh the the color the colors behind like in space and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty I would agree with that. Um the the interiors have a lot of blues and purples and um and kind of like violets. Yeah, now that you um, say that, like, watercolor, that makes sense to me. It's very saturated. Yeah, so I, I did like that a lot. Um, and it's just, it's it's kind of a cool style, but um, there's stuff that I don't like, um, specifically with the pencils, I think, with the, I guess with the, yeah. but That makes sense. Overall, like, the machines look great and, and all that, yeah. but it's, and I kind of like the palette. Um, it's unique, mm-hmm. um, especially... So this planet, that uh, it's Luke is the on Imperial, here. right? It's the it's the Imperial capital. Right. They they explain that this is where Palpatine like ruled from when he wasn't on the Death Star too. Yes. Um. So it this is... is like this is Coruscant before we know what Coruscant is. Uh, it sort of. Sort of. Um, it might be. 
so in the radio play of this, uh-huh. they they pronounce it Coruscant. Interesting. The entire time. Um, That's fascinating. They don't ever give a name in the book. Uh, no, they say it's they're going to the Imperial. What do they call I think it? It's just the Imperial City. Yeah, the Imperial City. That's right. So I think that was like I, I took that as the, the actual name of it. Uh, oh, it's called Imperial City. That's funny. I like that. Right. Uh, because, yeah, there's no reason for it to really have anything else. Um, what if uh, Coruscant yeah. changed its name to Imperial City? Because it's all one big city. <laughs> yeah, because it's capitalized. Uh, one such rage, raid over the raging Imperial City battleground. Yeah, so okay. It's, yeah, that's the name of the city. Um, I Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. I thought they called it that just because they didn't have it. They didn't know the name for it or something. I don't know. That's how my brain read. Yeah. <laughs> so um, anyway, so they go there and they immediately find Lando and Wedge Antilles, uh, who mm-hmm. does not have many lines in this comic series. No, uh, not at all. <laughs> but he's there. I keep forgetting uh, he's there. And then he gets referenced. And I'm like, oh, when? Oh, no, he's gone already. Um, <laughs> there's a scene where he shouts to a Celestian who's like nine numb. Uh-huh. Uh, and they just have the Celestian yell back in whatever his language in is. And there's like they use like two whole panels for Han to be like, what did he say? <laughs> and then. <laughs> And then for 3PO to uh, translate him directly, which I don't think you ever hear him in the... No. He never translates directly. He never says, this is exactly what he says. He always just kind of gives, like, the gist of, like, oh, he says that... Yeah, I don't know. I just thought I found that interesting. So, yeah. So, uh, they're on the thing. They're like, okay, where's Luke? You know, we're trying to find Luke. And they basically say that, oh, Luke uh, had... You know, they, he sent something dark and Sense, he ran off. Yeah. He's doing his Jedi shit. Yeah. Um, and so they're like, okay, what do we do? And then they're ambushed because it's a war zone. But guess who comes to save him? It's Luke. But Luke is drawn to look like the outline of Vader. Yeah, the there there's a moment because like I knew that this story had clones in it. There's a moment when I got to that panel when I was like, "Shut up! This is not. They're not doing Vader again." It and they're not. It's one it's of Luke. those things that like is very clearly supposed to look like Vader, and there's no reason. Like it doesn't make sense that it would look like Vader. Yeah, like Luke's yeah. head does not look like it's, it's not like not he was wearing a helmet like in any way. It's not like it's it. He just like they he's try got to a, do the like the collars of his cloak were sort of the bottom of the helmet. Yeah, thing, but, but it just shapes, there's it absolutely doesn't work. doesn't work. It's very <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, Luke then just everyone that was fighting the rebels, Luke just beats them, including uh, reflecting back a ATAT bolt back into yeah, the ATAT. That's kind of cool. Which was very cool. And there's a really cool shot of like the thing crashing in front of him while People he stands there. People just want Luke to be. So Super duper powerful. That's what they want. That's that's what they um, and that's what he yeah. is in the EU at this point. Um, yeah, he's just extremely powerful. Um, so then he gets back there, and they're like, "Hey, we came to rescue you," and he's like, "Cool, thanks, but you should leave." Um, yeah, get out of here. 
there's uh, dark side stuff, and only I can do it. And Leia's like, well, you've been training me. I'm. He's like, nope. Also a Jedi. And he's like, boys only. No, he didn't say that. Uh, but... <laughs> Do, does he pull the comment about her unborn kid now? Or is that... No, it's in much a later. later issue? Okay. Much later. Yeah. Um. So uh, he's like, you guys gotta get out. There's a big dark dark side stuff is, is about to happen. Yeah, this weird storm breaks out. Yeah, it's like a storm tunnel. Yeah. And it shoots from space. It goes around like a medical fr- frigate that our, our uh, Celestian boy is in. Um, It looks kind of like a like a if a space like if one of the um, dune sandworms were a cloud that traveled through yes. space. Yes. That's kind of what it looks like. Uh, And it goes space through space worms. and it lands like on the like battlefield and basically like uh goes to take over luke yeah yeah luke is like this thing is coming for me specifically so y'all need to get out of here yeah and so they're like and (laughs) leia's like no you can't and everyone's like come on you know we gotta go so uh everybody leaves luke tells them to go and han's like all right yeah let's go yeah uh han's like the smartest in this he's just like yeah not obviously like luke's doing his stuff i don't Luke's get... doing his thing I... i'm not going to contribute to the situation like we gotta go i definitely don't understand jedi stuff um and then r2 also stays yeah because um, it's r2 and luke um yep and then oh c3p is so upset that r2 gets left behind <laughs> yeah so this um cloud worm i guess yeah it's like a they describe it as a storm does it how so luke gets captured by this thing yeah it sucks him up and he it raises him up into the storm cloud worm thing yeah (laughs) yes um and he just goes and that's the end of the issue that's the end of issue one yeah i so i was super confused because in the next issue are we ready to move to the next issue? Can we just like Yeah, that's fine. We'll keep going. In the next issue, um he's like when we're shown back to Luke, he's been like captured. He's like in a cell almost with R2. And they're on a different planet, even more coreward. Yes. And I I took me a long time to realize that this place, Bis, is is not the Imperial City? Like, I I yeah, thought he no. was just still on that same planet until I got, like, pretty deep into the comic. So, um, Biss is basically... So, Biss is B-Y-S-S. Yes. Um, but that's basically Exegol. It, yeah. To- I like this idea that the most coreward ring of the galaxy is just as dangerous and unknown and mysterious as the far outer edges of the galaxy are. Um, like part of it is that it's just under Imperial control. And so we don't have access to those spaces. The way I understood some of it, uh, is that it's uncharted regions of the inner ring. And that space is, that space is so vast that you only chart this makes the, sense. you know the the things that's kind of what i the way i understood it i just we don't we don't ever look at like 
when we talk about the unknown regions and and wild space, it's always like far out on the fringe. And and I would love to see I would love to see Star Wars content in new media go more coreward. I think that would be nice. Yeah, I would like that. Not that it really matters no, that much. Not to that it really matters, anything. but I'm I'm also like I'm interested in it because there is a sort of like I guess I'm interested in it in like like a political history way almost of like how did these planets come to be part of this like bigger thing like it makes sense that the core the planets that are closer together or easier to get through via hyperspace lanes or whatever are going to be the ones that are going to like be the foundation but even that's probably not true for how the galaxy came to be one unified republic originally complicated yeah i don't know but yeah so that's kind of how i understood it um, but no, the, uh, the next issue actually opens with, um, <laughs> two, uh, Return of the Jedi favorites, Mon Mothma and, uh, Admiral Akbar. Yeah. Uh, I was happy with how many rebel leaders we saw because we also later get like Rykian and Dodonna. And, yeah. And, uh, Maydine we get. As yeah. Well. And like every time those guys show up, we're just like, oh, hey. I know um, him. I do like that they they only call Mon Mothma Mon Mothma, you which have to, I feel a, like yeah. I feel like is it? It's it, not a Would you call name, her Mon? Would you call no, her it's Mothma? Just Mon Mothma? You have to say the whole name. You have to say the whole name because I feel like that was probably something that like I don't know. Both of those sound wrong. I guess we'll just call her Mon Mothma. Um, What's up, Mon? But um, this is weird. So they they basically give like oh status update. There's yeah. some big dark cloud that like came and then the Millennium Falcons back um and they're on a uh like a base uh-huh uh it's on the Pinnacle? fifth moon of Dasucha oh uh <laughs> it's an uncharted world in the Syax system <laughs> gosh sure sometimes sometimes Star Wars the Glup Shido thing is very very correct um so they're on a different captured star destroyer yes. um initially uh but yeah base is pinnacle base on that uh on that moon on that moon and they're uh guided by these little bat things called ixels yeah which i like uh anytime you get me like kind of whimsical little creatures i, I like them yeah um, same so these are kind of it's kind of like a red there. It's the moon is interesting. I like the structure of the moon. They're kind of these like they have to fly in through these big red pillars. Yeah. They're these um, like spires of stone. Yeah. That are like big rock formations. And they cut uh -huh. like they cut the bases into the spires. I think that's so cool. I, I like that. Uh, I like that design a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's really so, neat. and then the Ixels will guide you down. So you have to like, kind of follow the Ixels, which uh -huh. is, is cool. I like that too. Um, you kind of live in harmony with the nature, um, and the, and the formations and everything. Yeah. Yeah. You can't just like plug into your Nava computer where base is. You have to like trust in the force in a way. Right. Yeah. To a degree to get to where you're going. So, uh, they, they, land and they tell Maydeen and, and this is where we get uh Dodonna and Maydeen and uh yeah. and Mon Mothma uh 
and they kind of give them a status update. <laughs> and apparently Mon Mothma already knows about the like energy storm, I guess. Yeah. And she says it's not an isolated event. Uh, and that there's uh like all the that when it showed up, all the dark side or all the uh, Imperials left. They all pieced out. Uh and so uh <laughs> Dodonna's like, we have reason to believe a dark side genius is at work. <laughs> Which cracks dark me up. Dark side so genius. It's very strange to me basically hearing the rebel leaders talk about the force. Yeah. Uh, because they're, they're very much like we, we battle the, like, we're kind of grounded. We battle on the like stuff that is tangible mm -hmm. and it's, it's more the, it would be like a Jedi council that would talk about like, well, oh. I, th I think the thing is like, there isn't, there isn't a Jedi council to go to. There's just Luke and like Leia knows some force stuff, but she's not Luke. She's not the person who like defeated the emperor and like saved the galaxy, right? Like he's already become this sort of legendary figure. And so they get to a point where like, okay, four stuff is happening. Like Luke has to take care of it. Right. But like, how does he know that like a dark side, like who's going like a dark side genius is behind I'm this I'm so curious. I want storm. the conversation. I want, I want the conversation with whoever briefed Mon Mothma before this began. Right. Like it's so strange. Like it's just like, okay, they're just kind of shoving characters in here and having them talk, like deliver exposition. And it's, yeah. it's very strange. Um, but then they start getting more into like your classic, uh, rebel Alliance, uh, briefings. Uh, Stop me if you've heard this before, but the uh, Imperials have built a uh, big machine that can destroy uh, basically anything. Entire planet. Yeah, yeah, almost entire planet. They're it's called not really. World Devastators. They're called World Devastators, and they crush anything in their path. Um, um, when I was looking at the description of this on um, on Wikipedia, it mentions that the World Devastators, like like absorb everything that they're like that's in their path like destroying them as they go and then the machinery within is taking all of that material to build a new either um like weapons or ships or even new world devastators yep um that's what, it, that's what it says in the comic as well okay uh, i must have just like Again, I read this like over several days and I think I just missed this exposition here. <laughs> Page 11 of issue two. As yeah, you can see, I, the I devastators consume see. everything in their path and their holds great furnaces and factories uh, process the cataclysmic feast into raw elements and new weapons of destruction. So they're Got basically it. just. Uh, yeah, they're at least they're recycling. So, yeah, I think I didn't realize that like the stuff they were making was just coming this is this is the, their jawas on steroids yeah they are they're like weaponized jawas that's fascinating I actually love, yeah god weaponized jawas is so terrifying now i, I know i'm so it. scared right now tim um so yeah so that's the new threat is uh these world devastators what do you think of the design uh what they look like they're kind of boxy, boxy with like a tunnel between the two boxy boxes. And they just kind of like they're like kind of like big vacuums. It's kind of. Yeah. How do they. How do they like. Stay airborne. 
Um, it's Star Wars science. It, it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, I do see on one of the pages, it looks like there's like these red orb things on the underside that could be like anti-grav. Oh, maybe. Stuff. Okay. I don't know. I'm pulling Yeah, they're just so big. They, they, they also look like big sand crawlers. They do kind of, but they're connected in the middle by like a tunnel or something. Yeah. Yeah, they have that big... But they're very boxy. I, I kind of don't think they're that intimidating looking. They're, they're not kinda, that intimidating. They're kind of ugly. Um, the fact that they need, like, multiple on a planet to do different things. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So this isn't this isn't the, like, new Star Destroyers that we get in Sky, Rise of Skywalker that are... Like that are capable of just like blowing planets. Right. But they they try to make it seem like, oh, this is worse than the Death Star. That's what, you know, but and it is very reminiscent of they've built these new the Empire has or the, uh, you know, Palpatine has built these new machines, these new machines to conquer conquer the planets. And there's Uh a ton of them. And, you know, so, yeah, uh, they're going after, um, Mon Moncala? No, not yet. Not going off to Moncala yet. Or it's am I, like am I incorrect? pretty soon, right? Yeah, but I don't think they're they're going there yet. But they're the rebels have an idea to like a they hatch a plan to stop some of these. Um, yeah, yeah. Gonna battle against them and oh no, they are going against the calamari world at this okay. point. So they're attacking Moncala at this time. Um... Do they they just call it calamari in this book? Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm just in my brain. I'm just. <laughs> no, I I agree with you. Like this is just one of those things that we get with like time passing and, uh, like official naming happening in later material. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do like that. Um. <laughs> That uh, Mon Mothma describes it as uh, this very uh, these images are being transmitted at this very moment from Calamari, Admiral Akbar's home planet. Uh, yeah. Which I just think it's funny to like single him out like he's the like <laughs> the Mon Calamari. He's like, that's the- where you're from. I don't know. It's just funny <gasps> to, to stop. the. Yeah. It's like, yeah, obviously, look at me. I'm the only fish guy here. Like, <laughs> I just thought that was funny, like just to single him out like that. Uh, in the middle of the meeting. Yeah. Oh, poor, <laughs> like, poor Akbar. They're in Detroit. That's where you're from, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> like, yeah, but it doesn't really matter. We still got to stop. Like, yeah, we still got to stop them. Um, but yeah. Oh, uh, so then we cut, as we were discussing, Luke is over uh, Biss, who we we discussed. Is, it's kind of like Exegol. It's like a... Yes. It's deep in the galactic core, a world entirely developed, uh, enveloped in the power of the dark side. Yes. Um, and the first thing Luke says when he gets here, he's talking to R2 and he goes, if there's a dark center of the universe, this is it. Which uh, is like, Luke only references places as different types of centers of the universe. Uh (laughs) okay calamari is the aquatic center of the universe yeah if there's an aquatic center of the universe and he always has to say like if there is yes yeah then this is it that's how he yeah or then this is the this is not it this is the place it's farthest from yeah yeah in in relation to it he always is yeah 
So uh, he's immediately taken. He he like that. So it like put him in a cell. That like uh, weird storm thing. Yeah. So he shows up in a storm on like a, a prison ship that had Mandalorian walls. Which I don't know what. Why? I don't know what Mandalorian walls are, but it's fine. <laughs> they uh, made a we Beskar. Didn't, we didn't really have Mandalorian lore at the point at that point. So no, we did. Anything could have been Mandalorian. Um, and he gets put in an energy prison, which makes sense for a Jedi, and reminded me of the Attack of the Clones uh, prison that Obi Wan goes in. Oh yeah, that kind of cell. It reminds me of a, it. Looks like a bird cage. It, it does look like a bird cage, but I thought like, oh, like this could be. No, like yeah, I get that idea of, though. I know what you mean. Uh, but yeah, you can't do anything. You can't use the force in here. Like you're just at our mercy. Yeah. And uh, so it takes him directly to the master of this uh, planet. And it's lo and behold, <gasps> our boy, no first name, Palpatine. Somehow Palpatine returns. He says, you, somehow I knew, but I saw you die. Uh, but yeah. So, so I have, I told you <laughs> when we were, before we started, that I had a very specific like page that's open yes uh that i have ready for this and i it's just this whole explanation that palpatine gives is fascinating to me and i wish we got like something like it in rise of skywalker because i as far as i remember and i've only seen that movie a couple times it doesn't make it clear like how palpatine survived he mentions that clones are involved we see the like snokes in a tank but like Clones are not the same beings. Like, we know from the Clone Wars that, like, Rex and Cody are not the same guy. But but Palpatine describes here that he has, he has transferred his consciousness. He, he says uh, that it was not the first time I died, nor will it be the last. Such are the mysteries of the dark side of the Force. You see, my friend, flesh does not easily support this great power. For many years, I have been under a dire necessity. My body has decayed again and again, and each time I have needed to take another. A humble clone of the man I once was. Yes, young Skywalker, the dying is painful. The transition is not an enjoyable experience. But the suffering is a small price to pay for my eternal life. After all, I live primarily as energy, formlessness, and power. And I just, I think that's so fascinating. Like, the idea that Palpatine is not, is not a physical being at all anymore. He inhabits bodies, but he is a, he's a demon. He's a ghost possessing a body, like... I find that so interesting. You would find it interesting considering it's literally just Voldemort. He's a lich! God damn it, Tim! He's a lich. Okay. Yeah, no, I, like... I don't know. I... It. He's... He's I, not Voldemort, but there's very specific reasons why Voldemort's situation is different. Um, Tom Riddle in book in book two is not Voldemort. They're different beings. Right. And he that's, uh, what, that's what Palpatine literally just said and what you just wrote. No, no, but like, 
He's like, like, I'm a humble clone of the man I just want. Yes. Yes. But his consciousness is the same consciousness. Sure. Like, at least that's what he's implying in this tale. It's it's I don't know. It's fascinating to me. I find it really interesting. Um, It definitely puts into question, like, can you ever actually defeat Palpatine? Well, yeah, Palpatine, (laughs) Palpatine doesn't become one with the force when he dies. He maintains his individuality and can put it in a new receptacle. It's interesting to me. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's fine. It's he's (laughs) like, yeah, he's so old. He's this ancient evil. And, you know, it does seem like a way that they were just like, well, we can have him come back kind of whenever you want. Well, we also had no idea how clones worked yet. Yeah, we didn't. Uh, so we this heard was the an words, answer to the that. Clone Wars, but yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, just like narratively, this whole everything's been undone from the the original trilogy at this point. Yes, it's like <laughs> yep. the the rebels are the rebels again because the empire has taken over again. Uh, the New Republic's gone. Uh, Palpatine's back. Like it's like at that at this point in the story. The entire it's, original trilogy yeah. has kind of been cheapened. The only thing that happened is, I guess, Luke or uh, Han and Leia uh, got married. They got like, married. They have two kids already. Yeah. The point that this yep, starts. They do. <laughs> and uh, the worst thing yeah. is, so like Palpatine goes through all this, and Luke's like, "Oh, I don't know. Maybe I should join you." Yeah, right? Pal- Palpatine. Luke. I had to text my friend to be like. Luke fell immediately. Literally. Immediately. <laughs> it's not like, and and it's not like Palpatine does anything weird. Like, he does anything no. weird. He doesn't even make a convincing, that convincing of an argument. He's just like, oh, cool, you're here. Uh, come on in. Uh, your dad's dead, so I need you to take his place. Um, you, you can be me now. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we, we'll just hang out. Uh, and Luke's just like, okay, my father's destiny is my own. Yeah, um, I don't like this. I know it's I mean, we see the bigger play, picture, what his plan is later, but it's just kind of like it, it It feels so like nothing feels genuine. Like, it's just like, yeah. OK, like, yeah, like Palpatine didn't even try hard. Like, if I was Palpatine, I'd be like, what? What? Try like, that hard. It's like, yeah, I didn't even use my full power level. I didn't have to zap you once. Yeah. Uh, so then we cut back to Lila, Han and Leia, and <laughs> poor Han. Poor Han? <laughs> Han uh, is like, uh, he's like, I haven't been seeing you for days. Like, where have you been? And she's like, I shouldn't have listened to you. We should have gone and helped Luke. And like earlier, uh, when they're talking about the mission to go like stop the Devastators, Han's uh-huh. like, oh, I requested a different mission so that we could spend more time together. And she's like, I can't stop thinking about Luke. Like she didn't even like, like, no, say anything she's to Han about like up in her room know. for days. <laughs> Literally like, yeah, it's just like, ugh. where are their children? They're like at home. Uh, maybe with the. Uh, Nibiri side, um, they don't exist yet, but, um, yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, no clue, no clues taking care of them. Chewie's with them. I mean, it, it's no wonder that the later books have so much like family trauma with the Skywalkers because, like, 
those kids don't know their pain. I mean, no. I, okay, I don't know. I haven't read those. But, like, I mean, again, this is the same problem I have with, like, Ben Solo doesn't know his parents, really. They're never around. No. I don't know, man. Yeah, so at uh, Leia's behest, Han's like, okay, we'll go rescue Luke. Uh, Go rescue you, Luke. We need to get a ship that has Imperial clearance to the core worlds. Yeah, so in order to do that, they have to go to Narshada. Hell yeah, Narshada! Which is very cool. I like Narshada. Narshada's awesome. Uh, Narshada looks very such different cool. in this. I didn't realize that Narshada was a moon of Nalhada. Yeah, I think it still is in canon. Yeah, um, I just didn't realize that. I had no idea. Um, Yeah, anyway um and we see so we open uh that was the end of issue two uh-huh. uh starting issue three we we they gave so lando crashed the last ship the last star destroyer he had they gave him another star they gave destroyer him another one? and he's like really because i crashed the last one maybe you shouldn't give it to me and they're Are like yeah sure? it'll be fine yeah. uh so they're doing this big offensive against the new um giant the world the world, the world devastators. destroyer devastators yes yeah um and they also get some new tie fighters that like they make a big deal about and then we don't really see much of them no um, but they mentioned that these new tie fighters are fully remote which is yeah they're all uh they're all droids yeah um which is cool um, i do think i think that's really cool they also briefly introduce e-wings which are supposed to be better than x-wings yeah um which i have an e-wing in that x-wing uh miniatures game that i oh have. that's cool um Battle does not go great, uh, and the um, Star Destroyer immediately starts getting eaten by the uh, world, world Devastator. devastator. Uh-huh. Like, it literally just starts eating it, which I love that that's how it... It happens I, so... Yeah. I wouldn't mind it. Like, I love how it looks, and I love how it, like, destroys things if they didn't say that it was, like, more of a threat than the Death Star. Because there's yeah, literally no way that this thing... feel... No. Yeah. No, the Death Star can blow up a planet. Yeah, and the Death Star was straight up just, like, knocking ships out in the Battle of Endor, like, at, like, low power. Yeah. It was just like, nope, later, nope, later. Yeah. Um, Back at Pinnacle Base, <laughs> um, Luke makes a vision to Leia as Vader? Yeah, again, this like Vader silhouette thing they're doing, which I think, yeah, like he literally like looks like Vader, like in the costume. And yeah, she, he like purposefully shows up as Vader. It's so weird. And then he's like, don't come to find me. I'm doing a thing. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Do not interfere. Destiny has forced me to follow yeah. our, the path our father took. It was the only way to save everything from the power of the dark side. Yeah. Uh, so he warns her and then she collapses. So he, yeah, he, Leia collapses. Um, yeah, so there, that's basically that part. Like there's not much to it. They go get Han I, and Han's like, what's going on? Leia's like, says that she's short circuited. Yeah. It seems Which I really very appreciate. Dumb. I love the, I like, I know. Yeah, it's it's very dumb. And like 3PO is designed to work with people. He knows that people don't work like droids do. But I also like him ascribing droid terms to people. <laughs> Terrible protocol droid. <laughs> We've known this for a long time. Yes. 
Um, anyway, um, so they go and they visit Leia. Leia's like, uh, Luke's in trouble. We got to go find him. Uh, send me after him. The force will lead me to him. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, okay. Uh, so they take the Falcon and they, uh, head first to that, uh, to, to, uh, Nalhada and Narshada. Nalhada means glorious jewel in Hades, according to this. Um, it's strange. Like, so does the huts mean something about jewels? Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. It I was going to ask you the yeah. same question, I guess. Um, Jabba the jewel. Jabba the jewel. I actually don't. That would kind of make sense. Um, so they go. OK, another Rise of Skywalker allegory. They go to this um, other planet. Um, yes. where the roguish character kind of has a background. Yes. Um. He's a former love interest show up. He has a former love interest show up. <laughs> we'll get to that. But first he has to go to, uh, Mako, his friend. Yes. Um. And, uh, he's got like bounty hunters after him or whatever that are not happy with him. And... He goes yeah, to this hideout, the, Mako's hideout. Mm-hmm. The, um, since the death of Jabba, the ransom on his head has increased, but also there's one on Leia's as well. Right. Somehow everybody knows that Leia was the one that killed Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. Which seems strange to me. Um, uh, they must have watched the hunter, film. Every ship on Nar Shaddaa just recognizes the Falcon. Yeah. Uh, do you think that Leia, like, was bragging to people? Me- I think Han was bragging about Leia to about people, Leia that to people. also happens in this book. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he does. He's actually, like, later, he's like, yeah, my, yeah, no, he's actually, like, yeah, my wife, my wife, my wife killed Jabba so, the Hutt. Someone goes, oh, Han, you killed Jabba. Nobody kills Huts and lives. And she goes, well, actually, my wife did it. My wife did it. Which, like, good. Give her the credit. She did do it. And she but, was justified, I would yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, maybe I would just take it the rap if everyone already wants to yeah kill me and yeah right um no now they're now they're a couple with a bounty yeah we meet shug ninks shug ninks um who's a spacer he's kind of a scoundrel um it's uh another time that um han is introducing uh leia to one of his old smuggler friends yeah um sure hope that doesn't come back, back to bite, to bite him, him. Huh. Um, also hanging out with Shug Ninks is his ex-girlfriend. Is uh Yeah. Is uh Han's ex-girlfriend. Uh whose name is Sala, which cracked me up because anytime I think Harrison Ford and a character named Sala, I think of, think of Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. I love Sala. Uh who is the best in Indiana Jones. Um So she offers to help with her ship, the Starlight Intruder, yeah. which I actually really like the name of that ship. That's a cool name. Um, it's a different type of freighter. Um, it's definitely a smuggler ship. Uh, the first thing she asks is, "Who's the lady?" And uh, yeah, and she's I, like, "I love, I love Sala being like my condolences, but he's a scoundrel." And Han's like, "She likes scoundrels." Yeah, like okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Clearly, it's, you're it's married. It's so dumb. I love it. <laughs> Clearly, she's married to you. 
Yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, they're getting they they decide to go out walk around Narshada. Um, they need to get these like rare power converters that Han has at like his old secret hideout that he probably hasn't been to in like decades. Right. Um, and <laughs> Leia gets called over. Um, and it kind of reminds me of the scene in Rogue One when yes. uh Chirrut calls over Jin. But there's like an old beggar woman. Um. That's like there and she's like, you Jedi. And she calls, she sees uh, Leia and she recognizes she's a Jedi. And this person is like a lizard creature and her name is Vima. Vima Daboda. Yeah. Um, Tim, according to. According to Wikipedia, she's a human. She's a human. She's a human. She's also like over 200 years old, doesn't she say? No, she, she says for 200 years, Vima was a Jedi. Oh, yeah. Vima, Vima betrayed Jedi. her own and tried to forget. Wow. She's a very old human. She's such an old human. Yeah. Uh, but she hands Leia something and tell me that what she hands her does not look like an iPhone. It kind of looks like an iPhone. It even kind of has the Apple logo in the top left. <laughs> like just a little bit i don't it like, also just looks like i thought it looked like an iron ingot it could be an iron ingot um but then when then in other angles it doesn't it looks nothing like a uh an iphone it's more no. it's like longer and but just in that one panel i was like that looks like an iphone She's it's very funny iPhone. here take this thing um i do have to say uh leia's outfit in this whole scene um terrible yeah not a great outfit not a good look um i know she's like undercover but like han's just wearing the same thing he always han's wears just wearing the same thing he always wears <laughs> it's yeah it's like he's always it's like he, for a guy who's wanted he literally never changes clothes no <laughs> like, no he's always wearing a vest or some sort of outerwear he's got that kind of white collared uh shirt He's always wearing those striped pants. It's like, yeah. Do you so they, think Han ever washes his laundry? Um, I think he he doesn't do it personally. I think he trusts Chewbacca to do it. And I That's think it, because funny. of that, it always kind of smells he, bad. He he replaced the cape, the cape closet with vests. Yeah, he has so and, many vests. And and Chewbacca just every so often goes in and does a load. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. God, uh, that's so funny to me. Just identical clothing. So Cartoon they, character uh, shit. Yeah, so they get to Han's uh, old hideout that he hasn't used in forever. Uh-huh. His robot butler um tells him that there's a mr fett here to see you oh shit oh his poor robot butler who's literally falling apart yeah who's been here alone for decades and uh i get yeah. the impression it's been decades it does seem well maybe not decades I mean, it's been a I don't think he's been here since before he met luke definitely but that's like so probably been at least one decade probably years. 
Yeah, that's true. We don't know how how often he came to Narshadal. Well, this before. is ten ABY, right? That's true. Okay. So we meet him basically zero it's, ABY. That's true. It's been ten years at least. So, anyway. Uh, oh, this that, is closer to Return of the Jedi than I thought, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, it's pretty soon after uh, Return of the Jedi. I okay. mean, not terribly soon, but... Oh, shit, a Mr. Fett is here. Yeah, so we uh, see Mr. Fett, um, who just, all he says is, yeah, Sarlacc didn't like me. Yeah, it's fine, I lived. Um, but yeah, anyway. Um, and Dengar's there He's also. He's got Dengar with him. I, I like this. Um, which later we, we get, um, some, the, the bounty hunter books. Uh, oh. and Dengar was the one that fished him out of the, uh, Sarlacc. Oh, I like so that. So he was the Jawas when the Jawas picked him he up. He was the Jawas. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So Bring back they Dengar. Went on the, yeah, Dengar's cool. Um. I think he shows up in aftermath and there's some theories about like stuff that happened to him but none of that's ever returned to story so hmm. yeah we could look him up on wikipedia another time um so uh they're immediately shot at and they have to run away um doesn't get a... the power converters but it turns out they had the supply they needed anyway yeah so it's a whole pointless thing um although we do get to see uh, a hut on a on like a skiff get accidentally blasted <laughs> by somebody. Uh, oh, yeah. it's one of Fett's wrist rockets. It's one of Fett's rockets, <laughs> and they include the panel of this hut just <laughs> falling to their death. It's the best. I will never not love seeing huts die. I think it's the funniest. <laughs> just watching them die is just the funniest thing to me. <sighs> they so he first of all he shouts Nichawonga. And then they just show this like oozy hut falling to his death. Falling <laughs> to his death. Um, oh, it's awful. It's so good. I love Han being like, nice shot, Boba. The Alliance will send you a medal. Yeah. It's so like the Alliance aren't against the huts. That's not like a yeah, thing, right? Not every like, hut is like part hashtag, of the cartel. Probably. Hashtag not all huts. Not all huts. Um. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so I just love that. Um, there's another, another time I can think of Hutts dying is there's a couple times in Star Wars, the Old Republic, the, the MMO, uh -huh. where you have the option to kill a bunch of Hutts and they just don't do anything with the death animation other than kind of make them like slump over a little bit. And I, to me, that's yeah, equally as that's funny. That's very funny. To just I them like, ah, like, uh, like uh, <laughs> yeah, cause like they're already on the ground they're yeah, yeah okay i know but they yeah it's funny so silly um anyway so there's a chase scene where they all escape and that's the last we hear of the bounty hunters oh wait no it's not it's not no no it's not the last time so uh, so we'll we'll get back to them briefly yeah um but sala rescues them in their ship in her ship yeah in with, her ship that is uh inconspicuously towing the millennia falcon on the back of it yeah, the Millennium Falcon's chilling on the back of it, it's, a la, like, hiding on the Death Star, or on the, on the Star, Star Destroyer, Destroyer, except it's uh -huh. much bigger in compared to her ship, so it's not like, it is. it's more like she's got a Christmas tree tied to the <laughs> top of the, tied to the top, tied to the top of her, it's, uh, it's Volkswagen or whatever, Falcon. but she's got the Millennium Falcon on the back. Um, How are they connected? They yeah. jumped to hyperspace together. 
And um, yeah, uh, Leia's like, oh, I had a vision that Luke's in command of all the M- uh, Imperial uh, forces. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I do really like this panel of like the uh, all of the like Imperial fleet. And it's like Luke with this like white cloak over him. In the yellow eyes, like, yeah, as if he's like literally sending them out. It's a cool panel. I yeah, no, think I like it's that a very too. silly idea. I think it's I, I do think it's a cool panel. I agree with you. Um, I do find it strange. I can't remember if it was earlier in the um, earlier in the in the issue or what. But th- there's a scene where the Imperial officers are already like, oh, we better report this to uh, Supreme Commander Skywalker. And it's uh-huh. amazing to me that the chain of command has updated so quickly. But so they're like, they're like, oh, oh, Luke's on our side. Luke's now. on our side now. Better let him know. And they're not like bragging about it to the new. No, no, no. They're just like, oh, yeah, just let let, let uh, Supreme Commander Skywalker know as soon as possible. Yeah. Which, yeah, that that happened quickly. That happened so quickly. Um, I mean, it's all it's been what, like days, probably. Yeah, it's not even it can't even been have been that long. Um, You're right. You're right. Um. It had been days from when they left Luke when Leia had her vision and then collapsed. Right, right, right. Um, that's I don't true. know how long it's been since then. Yeah, that's... They've traveled that's, to, we don't know how long space travel takes. Classic uh, Star Wars tradition of yeah. uh, fuzzy timelines. Time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so, back on the intruder... Um, we are uh, heading to not Exegol, uh, Bis. Bis. Um, where there is, uh, it's also surrounded by star destroyers. Um, and they have to sneak in, or they have like the codes on her ship. It, yeah, it it has a Scarif style entire planet shield. Right, but it's invisible, which I think is interesting. but it's also visible for our purposes. Yes. Um. Yeah, it's it's strange. Uh, like it, they they mention it, it's invisible, but also we can see the shield in some scenes where we yes. need to be able to see where the shield is. Mm-hmm. Um, Boba Fett and Dengar are hot on in pursuit in the Slave Two. Yes. Um. Yes. Which is a hideous ship. Um, it's not. I don't like it. I don't. I also don't like it. It's like a weird. It's like a. If there was a. It's kind of like a brick, but if the brick had one like triangle wing on it, yeah, um, don't care for it. Don't care for it. So uh, they let the they the. It's kind of like the scene in uh, Return of the Jedi where they're like, okay, we need to you know access through the shield. Yes, and the intruder has the the codes to go through, um, and the slave two tries to go right behind them. But the Imperials yeah, are like, was like, we got this. Yeah. The Imperials are like, don't let that other ship through. They don't have clearance. And they literally close it on the ship. And uh, that's literally yeah, the De- last. De- I, I love Dengar being like, Fet, you idiot. This yeah. is the last time I work with you. And Boba's just like, that's fine with me. I wanted to split the bounty. Yeah, it's um, very stupid. It's very stupid, but I want more Dengar Boba content, please. Yeah. Um, I want them to be friends. 
No, there's a lot of Dengar Bobo. I'm uh, sure there Bobo is, content. but I just haven't consumed any of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like I said, they're the whole book series after this. Yeah, you mentioned. Um, but yeah, so they land <laughs> on uh, not Exegol. That's and probably the title of this is just not Exegol. Not Exegol. No. Uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens. On Biss. Uh, Leia's, Leia's like, well, let me pilot the Falcon. I know where Luke is at. Yeah. So she takes him there. Um, and Luke appears in a vision again. Uh, not a force ghost, but like a like a projection, like a force projection. So, again, some of the earliest mm. stuff of Luke doing this is yep. this comic. Um, and he goes, my master wishes to speak with you. My sentinels will escort you to the emperor's presence. These sentinels, um, they're so big. They're huge. They're They're huge. And I like, like I like like the sentinels. Like maybe five or 12 feet tall or sorry. Yeah, no, they're definitely like, they're definitely like twice Leia's height. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I like their design. So it's maybe 10 feet tall. Yeah. Um, they remind me, um, we do get some like some emperor sentinels in uh battlefront two when we did the campaign oh, do you remember the you're right the you're thing right. with like their face on it that's kind of um kind of what they're like um they're not quite so big though and so sala and and Ninx, they're here with han and leia and them um why well they they were going to because Sala didn't want to give them her ship and her ship is the one that had clearance to get to this planet. Right. Aren't they still on the intruder? No, they, they land on the intruder at this point or on the on the moon or on the on Bits yeah. at this point. And then they but they stay with the intruder when Han and yeah, but and they're not on, go. on it. They're like off it and they're like blasting people and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. OK. Oh, they're not in the no. same place as like Han they, and Leia. They don't though. stay with the intruder. They take the Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. But I so don't they, think do. So the intruder lands with the Falcon on its back. Oh, you're right. Because then they take you're the Falcon. Right, you're right. Because they're going to take the Falcon. Right. OK. But still don't know why they're still there. Well, maybe maybe it's so the Falcon doesn't end up in the hands of the Empire. Maybe. But I mean, who cares? It's hunk of junk. Yeah, um, they they've blasted out of worse situations before. Yeah. Um so yeah, they uh Luke is like my master wants to see you and he takes him directly to his clone chamber which cracks yeah. me up. Like I don't know why like it's like yeah, here's my clone chamber here. This are feels my... like the most vulnerable position to bring them. Yeah. Um and I do love that everybody is just like shut up, Han. Like yeah. Luke's like shut up, Han. Leia's like Han, you don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. Be Han quiet, is the very Han. like I literally don't know what's happening. Please, people, tell me what like you. I know he doesn't know what's going on, and Luke is like, these things are far beyond the mind and powers of a space pirate. Yeah, <laughs> like fuck you, kid. Um, I like that he calls him farm boy in this moment. Yeah. Like it's so diminishing in a way that's satisfying because Luke is being a total asshole. Yeah. Um, uh, they, they mentioned that. That uh, the Emperor is going to make Luke a new hand that's better? <laughs> what? Um, what? That, 
That doesn't that doesn't pay off, right? <gasps> no. They, there's no, no point where they're like, "Oh, again. here's my here's my better hand now." <laughs> like, it never it never comes up. Um but Leia um pulls her lightsaber that um Vima gave her. Yeah. And is like, "All right, I'll fight you." blah blah blah. Um And Palpatine like disintegrates it. He literally just is like, "Hey, that thing's super old, bro." And just, like, explodes it with his finger. Like, he just points at it and it explodes. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, oh, good. So now I have both Skywalkers. This is perfect. And basically it's just like, yeah, we need to, um, like, yeah, we need to, I'm going to take her. And he. Yeah, I'm going to take her and she's going to be part of my plan, too. He zaps her. So yeah. um, she got more zap than, than Luke did. Mm-hmm. Um. And he takes her uh, to his quarters where he's going to start the conversion therapy there. Yeah, I think I think it's really funny. Okay, that's in the it's in it's in the next issue. It's in the um, I think it's really funny because he takes her to his chambers and he explains to her like, I am very weak and soon I shall have to begin the process again. And move into a new body. You saw those clones in that chamber. I'll move into a new body. Or maybe I'll move into the body of of that baby growing in your womb. Uh, and she pushes him off the bed and runs away. And it's very funny to yeah, me. It's hilarious. That's like her first, <laughs> her go-to. Um, uh, yeah, that's like the next issue, the but it's, it's great. I know. It's so funny to me. Uh, but before that, uh, we cut in with Ninx and Sala, who are back somewhere having a beer. Uh, they. They went to Locon. Yeah. Um, who's a new character that they just are like, oh, yeah, this is a. He's another friend of ours. Another friend. Um, it seems like a spaceport of some sort. And they're literally just chilling, waiting for their cell phone to ring. Basically, it's actually a beeper because it's 91. I forgot. It literally goes. Yeah, it's a beeper. Good. And he's like, oh, that's Han. Time for us to go. And then they get interrupted by a hunter killer droid, which is one of the earliest HK droids I can think of. Um, But yeah. Yeah, it looks like an Imperial probe droid, but big. Yeah. Um, Like real big. Don't. Don't they get inside it later? Yeah, they do. It's like a huge. Yeah. Yeah. They try to escape in the Falcon. And I think that's when they just they're like, we're not going to escape. Let's just go inside of it. Yeah. So they go inside of it. Um, We cut back to Leia, who's now in the chambers of Palpatine. Yes. Um, Who tells her, tells all the guards to leave her alone, leave them alone. And he shows them a holocron, a Jedi holocron. A holocron. Uh-huh. Um. And it it's just like a blue shiny thing. And he's like, yes, like, take it. Um, it shows holograms and stuff. It's cool. Uh, and I have no idea why he shows her this thing. No, me neither. Like, I think I think this is another case of like. Palpatine being like, join me and you'll gain knowledge. I'll give you this information. Yeah. 
It's like, a, oh, yeah. The, and then she's like, no, I'm just going to push you down, old man, and take it. Yeah. So that's literally what happens is like you said earlier, like he mentions the the baby in her belly and she tips it over and she takes the holocron. And um, who who was it? Was it? Um, I think it was Nick who mentioned that he's never seen Palpatine like in a situation where he's like, oh, no, I didn't see this coming. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it was. uh and uh, this is a scene where he's like, huh, what's this? My holocron. Gosh. Oh, she took and it. Yeah. I, I started to notice in the last two uh, issues of this, um, it starts becoming less Star Wars and more just classic comic book. You know, uh huh. That where makes it's sense like to me. he's just doing the classic like, bah! like, uh huh. This can't be happening. You know, yeah, he doesn't have the like ultimate improv skill that the Palpatine we know and love has. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's because he's a clone of a clone of a clone of a clone of a clone at this point, basically. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So after that, we cut back to... Pushes him out of his bed. It's so funny. <laughs> we cut back it's to Luke. so funny. Who does get his new hand at this point, but we don't see what it does. No. Um and uh, he's being reported that, oh, like these devastators are being blown up on their own. Weird. And he's like, something strange is happening. He's like, don't tell anyone. Oh, and it's like, OK. And that was it. There's literally. Yeah, like, no, he asks them. He asks them, like, have you told Palpatine yet? And they're like, no, he's with Leia and escorted us out. And he says, good. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> and the guy, the guy is just like, uh. Okay, I'll keep it to myself. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like okay, cool. I mean, sure, kind of be like if Vader were to say something. I think Luke is supposed to very much be like Vader in this, but yeah, he's just comically not. Like, I just can't. Like, I don't. Know. I can't. Yeah. Um, uh, Luke has yet to force choke anybody. Yeah, he's been on the dark side for days. I call shenanigans. Yeah, and uh, the Emperor even mentioned to Leia, like, "Oh, I know he's like trying to undermine me. That's fine." Yeah, like, yeah, that's, uh, I expect that. That's expect what that. Sith do. So, um, and then like Leia comes out and is like, "The Emperor's toying with you," and he's like, "Oh, you know, that's fine. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to destroy them from within. You know, by doing yeah. this, I have more power uh -huh. here." Um. Han is trying to break out of jail in one of <laughs> I like the, him standing I was gonna say in one back. of the singular funniest uh Star Wars panels <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> it's not so much the fact that he's standing on Chewbacca to get to the window, it's the way <laughs> the way Chewbacca <laughs> is <laughs> the way Chewbacca's kinda hunched over like an ape. And looking like directly at the artist or at the at the reader, kind of like the Flintstones, like it's a living, like he's gonna say something <laughs> like that. It's like this. Um, we'll have to we'll post it. Uh, I'm um, sorry, I'm too, yeah, I'm literally screenshotting it right now. Yeah, it's speak. too good. Um, it's um, <laughs> it's so funny. It looks. So it does funny. not look like a very good Chewbacca. First of all, yeah. Um, God. It's so good. Um, <laughs> I wish I could make this the episode image, but it's the wrong dimensions for that. You could, we could crop it and make it just. I could um, crop it so it's just, just Chewbacca. Chewy. Oh man! Um, oh, it's very funny. But yeah, it's um, yeah. So it's it's great. Um, and then you know our boys, 
um, our boy Ninx and our girl Sala come and rescue by just blowing a hole with the hunter killer droid yeah. in the side of the um, the side of the uh, prison. Um, Leia comes back with Luke and R two. Uh, Luke has apparently put all of the uh, we won't say plans. We'll say the the codes to destroy all the devastators into into R two D two. Yeah, He's put all of them in there. And so now it's Leia's job to get the uh, get the R two unit back to the Rebel Alliance so that they can end the uh, Le- yep. big uh, weapon. Which I don't know if I've ever heard that um, hey, plot before. That sounds familiar. But um, she's like, no, R two, the real hero of Star Wars. Yeah, she Han's like, I don't trust him. He's he's an evil guy now. And Leia's like, no, he's he's good now. And Leia and Luke's like, it's fine. I'm not even here right now. I'm not even here. <laughs> Deuces. It just, he, he just disappears like that meme. Like that meme. Oh, yeah. With like that the, kid. With the, yeah. With the kid. Um, it's literally, again, the force projection thing, which is just so funny yeah, to me. Which that is it's... great. I, I, this happened and I was like, yo, I, 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 I kind of love this. It's, there are things in this book that I think are very good, and the rest of it is just rough. There's a lot that I think is very funny. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I that, like I like Luke disappearing, doing the like. I'm out. I'm done. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So, um, and, I mean, plus it anything that alludes to uh, Last Jedi makes me happy. That's also true. So Luke comes back and is like, um, hey, Emperor, uh, I didn't kill you enough the first time, so I'm going to kill you this time. And uh, the Emperor's like, but just, I'm old and I'm about to die. Um, can you just like let me live in you could, instead? Could you could you not? Yeah. Yeah, we could just we could rule together as one. Yeah. And he's like, which nah. is this is what he's trying to do with Ray. In, right. Rise, in Rise of That's Skywalker, That's exactly right? what he's trying to do. Yeah. And so Luke's like, nah, and he just takes his uh, lightsaber and starts destroying, killing all the destroying unborn every clone clones. tank. Uh, unborn he kills, clone like, all of them. Sh- yeah. Um, and then it doesn't quite work because he left doesn't one clone quite... alive and... Uh, all except one. Yeah, it's a young, sexy... Uh, sexy palpatine um that has no um he he looks like a ken doll he's naked he looks like a ken doll but, he's and naked he like and he's ken got doll. no genitals yeah um which good i i don't need to see palpatine's uh package but well you know um speak for yourself should let that one go yeah <laughs> but uh literally luke has this fight with a naked palpatine clone which is great and he like Disney's this Palpatine clone supposed to be fifteen, I think. No, there's no way this is a fifteen. I'm pretty year old. sure. Hold on, let me go. Let me see if I can find. He looks like he's like at least thirty five. I agree with you. I completely agree with you. Where did I read this? And let me see if I can source it because that's the more important part. The fact that Disney didn't have the cojones. To have Rey <laughs> fight a nude Palpatine clone. A nude a nude child Palpatine. 
No, not even a child. Not child. This is like a thirty-five-year-old. He, I, he, I don't think. Life's interesting. The thing that's really interesting is like, how do these clones age more he, quickly? Or he looks like he's a vampire. He looks like a. He, he does, does. He looks look like, like Count vampire. vampire. A Count Count Dracula. Count Vampire. Um. Yeah, he definitely looks like. Where a, did I read that age from? I don't. know. I know I saw this earlier. I mean, I'm it would make sense if he it. was literally fifteen years old. Because he's a clone and it took him 15 years to grow. Yeah, I like that. That works for me also. But he looks like he's like 35. He does. He looks like a he still looks like a grown man. Yeah. But it's anyway, I just love the Uh, I just love the Luke losing to a naked, naked Palpatine clone. A naked Palpatine. It made me um, made me laugh. It's pretty great. Um. So yeah, it's the end of issue five. We're on the final episode, or final uh, final book here. Last um, issue. We open with kind of a SEAL Team Six uh, assault on a Devastator from like the water on Mon- on Calamari, which doesn't really do anything for me here. But I would love to see something like this in a uh, in a Star Wars. It does kind of remind me of Rogue One, but like a little bit more like a more aquatic uh battles i yeah. think would be cool in in star wars i agree but yeah so they're fighting the uh the devastator from the from the water han and leia have shown up and they are now in the falcon because they were rescued uh from the hunter killer by shinks and uh mm-hmm. sala um they use the codes in um r2 to destroy the devastator and it's all very impressive but it's not enough. It's not enough. Never is enough. Yeah. So even though the devast, even though the um, world devastators have been like disabled, uh, the interior mechanisms that build new tech are still able to be operated. Right. Um, so that's the thing. Is so these the devastators slurp up. They basically yeah they they slurp up all the stuff around them and then they. Uh, spit out like whether it be droids or weapons or other devastators or whatever yeah. they 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 um basically do that um they repurpose everything uh so they were able to stop basically shut down everything but the factories that make new things but then um r2's able to like alter his programming and end it basically um but even that wasn't enough. They're now, like, every core system is uh, is vulnerable, and the Empire's going to attack all the things. Uh, the Im- Imperial group led by Palpatine is going to attack. I don't know if we still call them the Empire or what. Um, I, I, I would assume we still call it the Empire since we've gone back from calling the New Republic the Rebellion again. Yeah, makes sense. Meanwhile, uh, Leia's like, I'm going to lay in bed look at my new uh, cube. She's got her holocron. Yeah, she she's uh, got the holocron she took from from Palpatine. House. Uh and she gets a message from Bodo Bodo Bass. Bodo Bass. Who is an ancient Jedi who um kind of looks like an elephant thing? Uh, yeah. Like if if the elephant was wearing a helmet maybe. He actually reminds me his helmet kind of looks like the helmet from Sandman by Neil Gaiman that Yeah, that it kind of does. Uh-huh. Where's at the beginning? And um, he's like, oh, I, I know who you are. I'm here to give you a prophecy, even though I'm like, you know, I'm seeing you from the future. Blah, blah, blah. I can see all that is but, through the force. Yeah. 
like, yeah, to, to all of time is connected or. Yeah. There's like an actual line he has. Um, he says past history and present action are one. The force surrounds all time, all doing. Um, which is interesting. I don't mind that. I don't um, mind that. It it remove it it makes things like fate even more concrete uh in a weird way. Um Yeah, yes or, and no. I think it, or, I think always in motion the future is is kind sure, of Sure, yeah. If 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 they had made different decisions leading to her hearing this message, then perhaps the message would have been different. Because it is like this is very this is a weirdly like all of time is happening at once sort of scenario where yeah. despite the fact that they're separated by millennia, they're both experiencing the moment together simultaneously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like kind of like the oh, I've become this is how they experience the the time. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of like a, it's in flux, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah the yeah, prophecy yeah. he gives is is very. Do you want to read it? Do you want me to read it? Why not just say you need to go help your brother? Like, yeah, it's a lot of words that mean like the same thing. And it's like, why did you brother and sister born to walk the sky? Like they say that, but then they say Skywalker later in the prophecy. They do. But reckless brother falls into dark side's eye. Jedi sister carries hope for future in her womb. Only she can save the Skywalkers from certain doom. A Jedi killer wants to tame her. Now the dark side Lord comes to claim her. She must battle, join against this thief, or the destiny of all the Jedi will come to grief. Yeah. Was not impressed so, with yeah. that prophecy. No, this is, go, this is, this is, your brother your needs your help or else Palpatine's going to steal your baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I guess he can't be like a mystical Jedi if he just says that. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Go, hey, it's it's got to be couched from the in past. symbolism. Uh, yeah, it's got to be. And it's not even symbolism. It's just like talking yeah, around. It's just obtuse. Uh-huh. Yeah. We've had, we've had, yeah. I mean, like, but, yeah. that's the thing, right? Like. Like, even in new canon stuff, like, anytime we try to write down a prophecy, it has to mean something, which means that readers need to be able to divine something from it. And so you can't be too symbolic or too obtuse if you want people to know what you're hinting at. Yeah. Well, I like it. I like prophecies being able to be misread, though, too. I uh, agree with you. I think I think that should happen more often in Star Wars. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so um, or like having a prophecy and people disagree on what the prophecy like. The, and it's like uh, people very our passionately. very first deep dive. Yeah. Had yep. one of the exactly. most interesting prophecies. Yeah. Because it came about because of their refutation of it. Right. But no, even yeah. if it was just like two, we never really find out what the original prophecy was supposed to be saying. You just have two different sides that passionately believe that their interpretation is the correct way. I would like that. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, um, so Leia mentions in the last issue, we forgot to mention that she mentions her, her unborn child, which yes. Han is very clear he did not know about. 
No, no, and I think Luke brings it up before Leia yeah. mentions it to Han. Yeah, Luke's like, "Oh, your child," and Han's like, "Both our kids are like being taken care of. It's fine. They're home. They're fine." Like, what are you talking about? And then like, but then like by this issue, she's like, "Oh, he's like, oh, our child." Um, I won't let you go because, you know, you could die and our child would die. And Leia's like, I don't really care what you're saying. It's also fascinating that the description of this book identifies this child as Anakin, but it never comes up in the book. Right, right, right. Yeah, they don't. It's it's just well, because we look past it. We, I mean, it's it's coming from the future. We know it's uh, exactly now. It's in retrospect. This yeah. is the first allusions to the eventual child, yeah. Anakin Skywalker. So, Solo. Um, Leia pulls a Luke in Return of the Jedi and walks directly to um, Palpatine. Yep. I'm going to um, turn myself in. No one can come with me. Palpatine looks even more like a vampire now. I'm pretty sure it was a, a conscious design choice because they have like the popped collar and everything. Yeah. Um, he looks. He, yeah. He straight up looks like a vampire. Yeah. Um. He tries to. He's touch... even got the severe widow's peak. Yeah, he he tries to touch uh, Leia and she like shocks him with her womb or something. Would he could you figure out what was going on there? Um, uh, no, I don't remember this happening. Remind me when this. So right when he walks up to her. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um, I get the feeling as the emperor's hand evil hand touches leia there's like a there's like a shock that happens between yeah and he says well a curse isn't necessary well first he says curse you jedi and he says no a curse isn't necessary you know anyway um so she just tells luke to attack leia Uh, this again this again is like I feel like J.J. Abrams must have been a fan of this book because, like, this constant threat of, like, your child will be my puppet, like, is just everything they did with Ben Solo. Yeah, but this scene is also very much Return of the Jedi, just almost beat for beat. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. You're not wrong. It's the same. It's the same deal. He tells Luke to attack Leia. Uh, Leia won't fight him, and they have that moment of of surrender, which turns yeah. to the two of them joining together to overcome the bad guy. Yeah, and he's like, Jedi at this are always point, stronger together. This is yeah. where they're like they're, the amount of like curse you, Skywalkers. Like he says that, and it's like he it's is just so an over the top villain. I mean, it's not that Palpatine so wasn't an over the top villain, but he's much more a comic book villain than he is. Where Palpatine did Leia at this get point. the new lightsaber? Um, that's a good question. Because her lightsaber was, like, disintegrated in her hands. Did she... Did she have one before, maybe? Luke's is red now. Is this Luke's This is Luke's new... Maybe it was Luke's new... I don't know. They don't... It doesn't... Maybe Luke gave her his old saber. No, because he was just a hologram at that point. Yeah. I have no clue. I have no idea. I have no idea. Anyway... You're not supposed to think about it. Yeah. And then uh, Palpatine Young. Remember, this is the young 35 year old vampire Palpatine. <laughs> uh, then shocks Luke with his lightning. Um, But Luke apparently absorbs lightning. 
Uh, yeah, because he's fine, fine pretty soon afterwards. Um, and I do love Luke. I love Luke saying, you know, I sunk into the dark side. I found knowledge there. All the dark things father knew so well, the ability to control others, to destroy others if I so choose. Um, but uh, the other thing I found here, the powers of control and destruction weren't the only things I found in the dark side. I also found great isolation and sadness. I found fear. And it's just like, it's like, I know he's right. Yeah. Like, this is the foundation of the dark side that we have established in this universe. But it's also really funny to be like, Palpatine, you're just a sad old man. Yeah, it is very funny. Um, uh, it is weird. So once once Leia, like, breaks through to Luke... And breaks yes. him out of the dark side, basically. Uh, she just sort of stands there. Yeah. Um, even while he's getting electrocuted and everything, like Luke's getting electrocuted. Like there's no, she's fine. They don't like forget about her because they draw her. She's there the in like most panels. And she but she's just standing there. She's doing literally nothing. Um, she looks so smug. There's the panel where he's like, I made a big mistake. I thought I had saved the galaxy all by myself. And she's just like, hmm. yeah. like she's done her job. And now Luke can win the day. Yeah. Like she just literally like just, oh, she's standing over here now. This is also this is again. Rise of Skywalker is also doing this. Uh he might be all of the Sith, but I am all of the Jedi. Like, I have these other people behind me to support me because you can't defeat darkness alone. Yeah. That's true. Um, uh, but then later she says, um, he's like, join your power, join your Jedi power to mine, Leia. And Leia's like, like, I, I already have. have. Haven't you sensed it? So that's maybe that's what she was doing. because She was just channeling her power. Channeling it into him, um, feeding him, giving him more. This is a thing you see in fantasy all the time where people who are performing magic have other people like put their hand on their soldier to like pass on that. Right. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Palpatine tries to call that like space storm, the space stormworm uh -huh. to eat Luke again. Um, and then they just redirect it into Palpatine to make it eat himself. He eats himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they just run away. It's not. It's not. You know, it's fine. Yep. Um, and they run away and then they're like, yeah. Um, we did it. The end. We the won. end. We did it. The Jedi Knights will rise again. And that's the, the fact end. that I'm aware that there are two more books. Immediately is like, oh, but like, no, Pal Palpatine's going to come back again. Like. We've already established that he doesn't need to be in a body necessarily. He yeah. didn't have a body. But he isn't a body. Yep. Uh he is reborn again in Dark Empire 2. So, so it's like if there so, was a Palpatine will return. Uh um, Yeah, yeah, there should just you could just do like the like a Marvel stinger. Palpatine will return in The Dark Empire 2. Uh Um the the thing the thing that like hurt I, I don't want to say hurt me. The thing that I've been wrestling with all day when I got to the end of this book is like they've they say the Skywalker saga is over, 
But now that we've established that Pal- like we've established in the canon that Palpatine can survive through clone bodies. Right. Like. Will we ever actually be rid of like our. In twenty, even if it takes 20 years. Like, will someone inevitably bring Palpatine back again? I mean, will they bring like, literally stop anyone it from back? happening? They can bring yeah. anyone back. You could bring Snoke back if you wanted to, now that we've established that he was a clone. I would be way more interested in Snoke returning than Palpatine returning. Uh, me too, but at the same time, yeah, having I mean, him Snoke come back and be like, Snoke, they like, oh, Snoke, Snoke was is Palpatine, Palpatine, right? Right. Yeah. But if they brought back a dude that like looked exactly like Snoke. That's true. And it was like, actually, I'm a good guy, guys. And he talks all <laughs> This is my normal voice. Like, <laughs> wait, no, please. I, I would be, I would be highly entertained. I don't know if I would say it would be good, but I'd be very, and then very him, entertained. him and Claude go on buddy adventures. <gasps> wait, <laughs> Tim, can we just like write a parody comic together? That's I not a parody this. comic. I want it to be in canon. Make it canon. Make it canon. I just want, I want more Claude content. I I'm, also want more Claude content. I am not a huge Claude tent. Yeah, I want more Claude tent. Um, I'm not a huge Rise of Skywalker fan, but Claude is one of the best. Honestly, we're going to finish this recording, Tim, and I think I'm just going to go watch Rise of Skywalker, which is I like, like not a thing I've been interested in doing in years. I mean, but, you act like it's been years, but it's literally only been what two years and change that's since the years. movie came out that's yeah. years yeah uh yeah like i just what was it was that 2019 yeah december 2019 okay. okay it's been it's been it's been years um it's the one i revisit the least and yet there were things in this story that i see in that one and i'm just really interested in like I don't think that that movie's going to be any better on this watch. But I'm like really curious about like does Palpatine explain at any point like how he survived beyond we see clone tanks like I I feel like a lot of the ideas of Rise of Skywalker were not fully developed. And I feel like a lot of the ideas here are also not fully developed, but they're like, they're not fully developed in different ways. Yeah. Because Um, Palpatine does explain like how this shit works, which doesn't happen in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, they, they do explain that. And there's just weird stuff in this one. Um, it's so bizarre. This was such a bizarre story. I'm sorry I put us through this, but also this was delightful. Yeah, I I it was worth it. Uh so thank you. Should Okay, I have a question for you. Should I listen to this radio drama? Uh yes, only cuz I already have and I won't be. Okay. All right. Um but it's the same story. Um That's actually fair. I think they do change a couple things with it, but um it came I'll out it came out 3 years later. I appreciate the way <coughs> I appreciate the way that um 
the audio plays integrate like the music and like sound effects and stuff. Like I always find that really fun and it makes it easier for me to like engage with. Yeah. To um, a certain degree. It uh I believe it was on two cassettes or two CDs. Oh. <laughs> Cuz it was yeah, that's it's Do so you want to talk at all about about the sequels? Um just that it's literally more of the same. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like when I was like scrolling through it. It looks like more of the same. Um It's very silly. All three comic series detailed the resurrection of Emperor Palpatine in clone bodies. Uh-huh. It's literally 18 issues of Palpatine coming of back Palpatine's as clones. Palpatine's back again. Oh yeah, my we'll God. never be rid of Palpatine for good because he can always be a new clone. Oh, man. So good. No, I hate yeah, it. It's so good. I hate it. Um, yeah, but it's not. Uh, the the thing there there are two because I told you I did I did scroll through the Wikipedia's on these two other stories. There there are two things that show up um, that I am interested in. The first being a a like five millennia old Jedi master named Ud Benar. Who uh, lived for over th- 5,000 years from before the Great Hyperspace War in 5000 BBY. Wow. Yeah, I didn't dig super like deep him. into him, but he he's described as being as being tree like, like they thought he was a tree, but it turned out he was a Jedi master. And it, he just reminds me of um, uh, why am I forgetting his name in High Republic? He's the rock. What is his Geode. name? Geode. I love Geode so much. And I feel like I feel like this idea. I love the concept of like, oh, this inanimate object. Oh, shit. No, that's a person. <laughs> the uh, the other thing I really liked and and also simultaneously hate is like the new new super weapon, the galaxy gun. Yes. I love the galaxy gun. A gun that can destroy cities or planets at any point in the galaxy. It's perfect. It's terrible. No no notes on the galaxy gun. (laughs) No notes. It's the galaxy gun. Uh, This thing is exactly. I hope that someone has to pull the galaxy gun trigger. And they like have to like pull it back. Like it's like a whole team of people. Oh, that, it's like, like a have crank. To, like, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I was thinking like they have like ropes tied to the side. And it was like oh, two teams of people. Like, like, it's like a gun, pulling. like an actual gun. And you kind of like get a bunch of people <laughs> to pull the trigger on the firing mech. Oh, that's funny. That's what I want. It does say that the galaxy gun was 7,250 meters. Wow. That's that's seven kilometers. <laughs> It's enormous. It's this gun. It's too good. I love the galaxy gun. Uh, it's so make it's, it, and it doesn't really look like a gun. Now that I'm looking at the Wikipedia, no, it doesn't. It kind of looks like a plunger. <laughs> um, I like that this says it was commissioned by the 
reborn Emperor Palpatine in like very heavy quotes. Oh, wow. They had the full they have a little breakdown of it on Wikipedia. They show you where the launch bay is. They have an Imperial Star Destroyer for scale. (laughs) It's bigger than a Star. I mean, that makes sense. It's seven kilometers long, but it's way bigger than a Star Destroyer. Yeah. Man, what a great what great writers we had. <laughs> no, I, it's it's not fair. Not not I don't yeah, I don't want to disparage the people who worked on this. I'm super interested I'm sure to see like, they what were else just they like, did. We're just doing we're doing our best. The, what we Dark Horse wants us to write a Star Wars comic. Yeah. It uh <laughs> It's too good. But yeah. Anyway. Oh. Um mm-hmm. Rest in peace, writer Tom Veitch. He passed away this year, February 18th, Whoa. just a month ago. Less than a month. Uh, Less at, than a month ago. At uh, the time this drops. Oh. Uh, uh, he wrote all the Dark Empire comics. He wrote a bunch of Tales of the Jedi. Um, He was scheduled to write a short novel that never came out called Lightsider. That was supposed to be set between Dark Empires 1 and 2. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, on that note, um, thanks for joining us on our, uh, as we cataloged, uh, Dark Empire. Um, the first six issues of the uh, the comic there. Um, Can I be honest, yes. Tim? Mm-hmm. I think this is the worst thing we've committed to the archive. Ooh. Maybe that's not true. Maybe that's not true. I think I really have to sit with it. Yeah. But like on immediate completion of this, like. This wasn't good. No, it wasn't great. <laughs> uh, that's why when people were talking about. Because, like I said, I'd listened to the, the audio drama. Yeah. And didn't care yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, and people were talking about doing clones for like way back when they're like, oh, it's gonna be a Palpatine clone. I'm like, don't. There's a whole story of that. And it's terrible. And then they did it. And then they did it. And, and then they it, did it. Yeah. I need to, I want to do some research and find out if J.J. Abrams is just really into Dark Empire. Maybe. Um, but yeah, anyway. There's, there's, he does so much of this stuff. Is what it is, but you can see a lot of inspirational, inspiration in here, but. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, um, that said, let's, um. Go ahead and wrap this episode up. Um, As always. Thank you for joining us, everyone. um, Wrap it up quickly. Find us on NR Archives Pod on Twitter. uh, New Republic Archives on Instagram. uh, DuelingGenre.com. You can join the Discord there. You can find all the other great shows there as well. Uh, You can join the Patreon and hear uh, us and other episodes or another uh, hosts uh, talk about so many other things and tons of great shows on there on the Patreon as well. Dueling Genre Top 5 has started dropping. Yeah, I can't wait to be on that. Um, Yeah, it looks super fun. It's we gather hosts together, decide what a top five topic will be. mm -hmm. And then each person shares their top five like. Whatever the subject is, uh, the most recent one is the time of this is dropping, I think, was top five sick day movies. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what are the top five things that you watch on your sick days? I wanted to be on that one so bad. And then I had something come up. Yeah. 
because I just wanted to talk about Ferris Bueller for like yeah. 20 minutes. I, I, if only you had a whole show to talk about all the Yeah, Ferris I did Bueller do 100 put. episodes on Ferris Bueller. Yeah. On Julian John, or if people want to go find that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining us, everyone. Um, and uh, we have now committed Dark Empire to the archives. Um, but uh, join us in two weeks where we'll have a general catch up um episode just kind of a chill laid back talk about star wars i have plenty of um there's been a lot of star wars news lately so we can get our thoughts on that and just kind of catch up and vibe about star wars so uh but until next time uh remember if it's not in the archives it doesn't exist On uh, the intruder. Oh, excuse me. Um, edit that out. <laughs> no, I will not excuse you. Um, please do not make our listeners listen to me belch in their ears. <laughs>